I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this in Manhattan. And I'm Tom Saunders in California's Pacific Palisades, where I've long dreamed of writing a blog or a column in some periodical called Palisades Confessions, which would expose the secret shames and joys of our life in this posh but low-key village by the sea. Scotty, I even toyed with the idea of printing a paper called the Palisades Confession, a hyper-local scandal rag sold at a checkout lane of the local Gelson supermarket. Thank God I didn't. First of all, the hyper-local newspaper would only have scandalous stories about me and my secret doings, a, a terrible editorial policy from the point of view of the editor, which would be me. And the problem is, I don't really hang out with the locals that much. I don't even get the dirt from my barber since I now cut my own hair. So a lot of the inside local gossip news self-confessions would probably have to be, well, speculative. That's right. I would have to fill the pages. I'd have to make up confessions involving innocent locals. And don't ask for details. I'm not at liberty in this family podcast to reveal what those made-up confessions would have been, Scotty. Well, Tommy, I would eagerly subscribe to the print version of Palisade Confessions, even though I live 3,000 miles away. And your hyper-local reportage would be so titillating and even scandalous that your readers would come from, well, around the world. Now, Tommy, I subscribe to newspapers across the globe, which is a form of domestic and international travel, really, as well as real estate, since I can feel as though these far-flung city papers are actually my local publication. Every day, I can read the replica edition of the Chicago Tribune, LA Times, Boston Globe, Washington Post, Desert Sun, San Francisco Chronicle, Wall Street Journal, and the Financial Times. Now, I may not get to each one every single day, but it's nice to know it's there when I need it. And I am happy, and not more than happy, and we've made that distinction, to add Palisade Confessions to that list. Wow, Scotty, that actually makes me almost think that uh, maybe I should go ahead with this harebrained scheme. But <laughs> alas, I'm certain the paper would have failed miserably. And I would have enemies for life in the Palisades. Some would come after me with rolled up copies of my titillating local paper, which <laughs> obviously they would use to slap me in the face. Scotty, I don't know if you've ever been slapped in the face by a rolled up newspaper. I have not. But when someone publicly slaps you with a local paper that you yourself wrote and published, it's a kind of pain that doesn't go away, Scotty. <laughs> Not for a long, long time. And what do you suppose they would do with those rolled up newspapers after they slapped me? <laughs> they would no doubt set fire to them and use them <laughs> as torches to drive me out of the town as villagers did to Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> but now... Getting through this has made me realize that podcastry is our metier. And no one has ever slapped anyone in the face with a podcast. <laughs> Nor set fire to one end of a podcast and use it as a torch to intimidate and drive monsters away. Well, Tommy, I, I, I don't know where to begin. I'm, I'm just relieved that the speculative history of your Palisades Confessions newspaper and the repercussions you imagine never actually happened since you decided to reveal your stories on this podcast. And I think instead of being driven out of the Palisades, on this podcast, you will soon be the toast of the town and a local celebrity and 
you will enjoy the best of both worlds or even the best of several worlds as you enjoy your fame and still can go unrecognized on the boulevards and village streets of your ocean hamlet. Scotty, you, you've created a, almost a, a dreamlike uh, imagination of what could, I hope, happen as a result of this new feature in our podcast, Palisades Confession. Uh, here's... I, I'm I'm ready to go forth with this. Well, may I say one thing? But and also, uh, Palisades Confessions, I love. I also maybe a little tweak. How about Palisades Confidential? Because that was always the the news, the name of many mag. There were many magazines like that in the fifties, late fifties, I think. And something confidential, uh, yeah, Hollywood right, confidential, and always confidential, which is a word be- that. You don't really hear as much these yeah. days. Uh, no, Palisades and, Confidential. Yeah, it's like those L.A. Confidential magazines. That yeah, were, uh, fascinating rags of uh, and uh, of uh, another era, which would told tell the tale on the local stars and starlets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right, Scotty. Palisades Confidential. It is. Whew. Yeah, see it a nice kind of maybe Futura uh, italic. A bold, yeah, uh, you know that nice clean look. And, and uh, I, I've told the guys who are uh, crafting the neon sign because you know every podcast should have their own neon sign on a brick wall behind oh, yeah. them uh, sure. of the indicating the seriousness of the podcast. I've told them to change that from Palisades Confession to Palisades Confidential, and they did the C O N part. Uh, they keep that and then just change. So it's going to be fine, I think. And it won't cost as much because it won't got cost some as of much because they already because the con and confidential yeah. is the same. Oh know, yeah, they so keep confession. That. So yeah. thank God. But it, but they they were just about to finish the word. Oh, uh, just when you came up with that idea. So well, I'm glad that they were listening because had they finished the word, as you know. Then the union thing, it's a whole long thing. You can't just pay a little extra to change it around. Then you got to start from scratch because they finished it. So you have to pay for that job and then the additional job of confidential. But by catching them and by listening to our podcast, they're able to just, you know, change a few letters around and uh, it's going to be great. Uh, No, well, thank God, you know, that I don't. Well, also, it would be that that awkward thing of you'd have Palisades confessions on the wall. And and there will be a time when we go video. I've been thinking about this more and more. Oh, sure. A lot of these podcasts do. And that's why you need the the neon sign. But imagine it says Palisades confidential uh, confession and the piece is confidential and, and people would be it would it would cause that visual dissonance that cause people to set their hair on fire <laughs> and we wouldn't want that for any reason and so uh well i'm glad we established that and uh, probably a lot of our listeners going well whether it's confidential or confessions bring them on let's yeah let's hear one of them well well this is my first confidential revelation scotty i'm a ghost mm. yes oh oh i'm not the kind of ghost that goes boo And anyway, as we proved in prior podcasts, if there really were ghosts, they probably wouldn't say boo, right? (laughs) And I know that if my relatives haunted me, as as we've said this before, they would not even try to frighten me. Instead, they would just depress me with stories about other relatives that had passed away long before I was born. You know, and and, you know, your your great aunt Nancy, of course, you know, you know, she had a long bout with phlebitis. 
<laughs> and so she she would sit down in the same chair for years. And I know this, that chair, we had to throw that chair out afterwards. <laughs> and, and, and you're like, okay, do I really need to, you know, you, you go from, oh my God, it's a ghost. Ah, oh, it's a ghost to, oh God, when will this ghost leave? Right? <laughs> uh, um, no, you see the kind of ghost that I am, Scotty, it's it's the in the more modern sense of that word. I'm the ghost who doesn't always return texts or emails, as in, I ghosted. Mm, well, we've heard. Friend. Well, I've heard that expression, but Tommy, it seems totally unnecessary and inaccurate to ascribe the failure to return a text or an email to anything to do with ghosts. Why is it ghosting? Ghosts are not known for their failure to communicate. In fact, as you've pointed out, they often go out of their way to appear in so-called haunted houses to make contact with the living. Uh, and as you aptly point out, the issue with ghosts is not their failure to respond to you, but in your case, it's hoping that they'll eventually stop boring you with long-winded, mundane stories about your relatives and simply go away. Yeah. And, and Tommy, I, uh, I don't know if all of our listeners know this, many, I think many do, that uh, I'm an official, unofficial CEO of the International Board of Phrases and Clichés, and I declare ghosting should no longer be used to describe a unreturned text or email. It's simply the right thing to do for ghosts who seek to reconnect with us. Well, Scotty, just uh, let me drill down on that. I, <clears throat> I am kind of impressed with the fact that you're an unofficial CEO of the International <laughs> Board of Phrases and Clichés. I guess I'm embarrassed to say I did not know that, that you had. I know you were in the running. I know you were on the short list. Yes. For the well, unofficial, being the unofficial CEO. Uh, uh, I assume it's a self-appointed. Uh, oh, yes. Position. Yeah, I should have put that in there. And then there's a position open that you can uh, happily <laughs> self-appoint you to if you so choose. Uh, well, now that you're the self-appointed unofficial CEO of the International Board of Phrases and Clichés, I would think, you know, I mean, if you if you find a place for me, I, I don't want to, you know, put you on a you know impose on your on, on our friendship no in fact what i was about to say tommy as the camera closes closes in how about how does the title co-self-appointed <laughs> unelected ceo sound and there you go to go along with our co-mayor uh, uh, yeah no elected mayors of irving place well uh, that, that's what i was thinking scotty first of all i'm very flattered and i'm very humbled <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know how it's possible to be flattered and humbled, but <laughs> it happens all the time with celebrities who, who always complain of being flattered and humbled uh, or declare that they are. Um, I, I, I am flattered in that <laughs> that you thought of giving me this position of co-CEO of the International Board of Phrases and Clichés. First of all, but, but I'm humbled because it's a position that Really, uh, it's it's um, it's a very uh, uh, well. Why are we humble? Like, why do we say we're humbled when we have when something great has happened to us? Yeah, yeah, I know it's sort of that. Well, that was humbling. Yeah, it was. I'm very humble to to get this this award. Yeah. No, you're not. It's, these people, these celebrities, don't know what the word humble means. The humbled is when you don't get it. When you don't right, well, get I'm, it. I'm humbled. I'm brought down to earth. Yeah. But you're not humbled when good things happen. No. You're uh, and you're elevated. Uh, uh, exactly. So, uh, okay. So I'm not humbled to, to be. <laughs> but that is a great point. They always say that they this award, well, that. it's very humbling. Well, no, it's no, it's, it's, it's humbling. That, being humbled is, is you're tossed out of a, a bar 
told to never come back again and then stay out spits on you <laughs> that's yeah, humbling it, yeah no it, it's not at right? all and, and again I, I i will say some of our listeners go how did this ceo they someone said to me hey why don't you be the ceo sure and i was about to say uh how about tommy and because some of them think that your charity work might preclude you know a, a ceo honorary ceo position but and I knew all along that I would be presenting it to you on the air. Uh, we had not discussed this. Uh, oh, my gosh. Because, uh, you know, this oh, is a, oh my gosh. a dual So this mission. is a surprise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is a big and the board Oh, my is, gosh. I am yeah. so unhumbled. <laughs> I, I, I would say I am aggrandized. Isn't that the opposite of uh, humbled? Uh, well, so the self-aggrandizement. And what's <laughs> regular aggrandizement? Yeah, no, this is... You're aggrandizing me. I didn't even have to self-aggrandize. <laughs> you, you're, you, you made it. You, you made it so I could just sit back and be aggrandized. Now, what if you like? You have to self-quarantine if you go to Florida and come back. What if you have to do other things like self-aggrandize for two weeks? You know, they add extra self things, <laughs> right? Where you just have to sit around and and talk about how great you are and <laughs> and tell people how yeah. By yourself, that's, no one can hear it. That's the thing, because you have to be quarantined too. So you're just saying how great you are. No one's hearing it. No so that's, one's hearing it. Nobody yeah. knows. Yeah, are you really great if nobody knows that you're great? I mean, that's well, a real philosophical question. Like, <laughs> if if you're, you could be the greatest man in the world, but if nobody knows, that's why you need to get it out there that you're great. You can't just, you know, there's a, a, a cliche, Scotty, and and. Uh, since we're both uh, unofficial CEOs of the International Board of Phrases and Clichés. And this is exciting, Scotty. I mean, I, I don't want to downplay this moment because this is... Well, well, I mean, that's the place to be. That's the, those are the, that's the organization. Yeah, the International Board of Phrases and Clichés. Yeah. You cannot just, you know, walk your way. Well, you can self-appoint yourself, uh, but yeah. you can't just walk in there and, and you know... No, you have to self-appoint yourself first. And then, <laughs> excuse me, sir. Are you self-appointed? Yes. Okay, right on. Right. And then you're the CEO. So, I mean, yeah. would you, I'm curious, though. So, all right, there's a, there's a cliche I was about to use. Hide your light under a bushel. Have you ever heard that one? Mm. You never have. have you? I don't think I have. No. Maybe I it's have. a Midwestern cliche. Well, you know, I, I don't want to ha- hide my lamp under a bushel. It, what it means is, Scotty, this is fun because – as CEO of the International Board of, you know, to, to, to stump the CEO. Of, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, International Board of Phrases and Clichés is a great moment for me <laughs> personally. But, yeah, the, the hiding your lamp under a, under a um, bushel is I, uh, supposed to mean that you're really a great person, but you don't tell anybody about it, right? You, mm. You're really – yeah, it's it – actually, literally, that is the cliché that applies to – It has a very Midwest – so there are regional clichés, I'm sure, which is something I'm sure we there are. get into. Now, that wouldn't – see, I would be worried about it because when I think of hide your lamp on the bushel, I think if you put it under the bushel, will it go on fire? Is it – Yes. In? Uh, yes, you know, it will. I'm about the lighting, yeah. So yes, it, I think of the same thing. Bushels are – so, again uh, – uh, in, even just because you were, uh, it's a cliche doesn't mean you shouldn't uh, observe good safety procedures. Right? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. so in any kind of cliche that encourages the hiding of a – well, of course, this cliche says don't hide your lamp under a bushel. Like yeah. it's never – it's never, you know what, you should go hide your lamp under a bushel. <laughs> it's never that. Yeah. It's always yeah. don't do that. And that means, you know – speak up tell everybody how great you are and so brag about yourself yeah I mean, it's a very let me say i appreciate this cliche it's it's kind of a very delicate kind of a 
you know, very fine one. Almost seems translated from the French in a way. You know, it's not one of these kind of you better watch out what you do. You know, one of those is really kind of you have to think about it and the use of using the light to represent you and how you might shine. And again, we are concerned about the flame implications with the bushel and the lamp. But it's an interesting one. I will I won't dismiss it. And I am glad, as you said, Tommy, that the key to the cliche is don't. Yeah, that's that, that that's the key. That's the key. And that's why it makes that that the cliche is not the the fire hazard that it that some that people have been, accused yeah. it of being. Yeah. Uh, so the point being that Scotty, when you uh I thought my big story was going to be about how uh I don't answer I sometimes don't answer uh emails and uh, or or text right away. And that's a that honestly that is a real problem for me, and I, I especially they, text because I think people is the assumption, and you've been the recipient of this. I know if you don't respond to a text immediately, you'll get the question mark. Yeah, it's not like a letter in the old days where you would ever get a letter going. I'm writing a letter because I haven't heard back. Yeah, and, and once in a while, in an email uh, there will be a, oh, I don't know if you or some someone will text saying. Did you see the email I sent? But uh, a text it has to be immediate somehow. Um, yeah, you immediately. You're, you're always expected to return the text. And then a person then returns another text and you're like, okay. And then eventually you could work your way down to just an emoji and maybe leave it at a couple of emojis. You know, yeah. that, that, uh, and that sort of allows it to taper out. But there's no real way of tapering out a, a, a text conversation the way on the phone where you go, you know, on the phone has this wonderful, we, we have these, um, you can hear the intonation. I'm a big yeah. fan of what we're doing right now, the phone conversation. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the, the wonders of the intonation and the voice. So you get to points where you go, so anyway, right? When you get <laughs> to that point, we go, so anyway, you know, it's probably time to, you know, finish the phone conversation. Yeah. You yeah. don't really have still... that ability with yeah. texts unless you use musical notations and say, you know, a, do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. anyway. And then the first <laughs> right. and yeah, which I'm sure they'll have uh, soon enough. But and I like to, I'm sort of the old school of like to kind of wrap it up on a text. We'll go like, all right, well, looking forward to it, exclamation point, or uh, uh, I have a good night or well, what if I'm catching up. But some people just end it. And then, uh, you know, you don't really know, is it over or you have to keep <laughs> That's throwing... me. I've done yeah. that, Scotty. I have been guilty of that. If there were a text court or a social <laughs> media court, and there will be one day, yeah. I could be hauled in front of it and uh, probably on Zoom. Uh, I, oh, well, I wouldn't course. have to go to the court. And, and know. by the way, people are always hauled in front of, they're never pushed gently yeah. in support or, or like. Or lured in front of. Lured. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to haul, uh, yeah. haul you into court. It's always and, haul. And, and by the way, you're never hauled in front of something great. Like I was hauled in front of a, 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 a Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> or hauled in front of an awards committee, <laughs> you know, that is going to bestow upon me great awards. Yeah. Yeah. No, because yeah. people haul people because they're, they're reluctant to go with them. So they have to be hauled <laughs> in front of a court and kind of a bridge. So. If I were, I mean, if I had been hauled in front of a social media court and I do. And as I say, I do believe that will happen. I just don't think we'll actually have to be hauled in front of it. They'll it, um, they'll find us, you know, they'll yeah. all be over Zoom or whatever the yeah. the thing is. And uh, what would I say, Scotty? I mean, how will I defend myself? Will I have to hire a high priced lawyer 
Your Honor, Mr. Saunders is a very busy man. He cannot <laughs> be expected to always end his uh, communications in a satisfying way. But how do you end it? I mean, you just gave some examples. Well, yeah, well, there's but no even real... then you kind of used intonation in your voice. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, uh, that's what sold it. Well, <laughs> hope to, but, but when you just see the cold words, well, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then also, if they go with an emoji or some kind of thing, then you feel like you're pressured to come back with another emoji. And I don't even know how to use them. Frankly, I even to this day, I can't find them. I just do the (laughs) manual smile or really manual smile, the colon and Scotty. This is an this is quite okay. So I'm a ghost uh, guy. I'm a ghoster, but you're an emoji not user. Well, and I've asked people, how do you, oh, it's right there. And I, I, I've, I know when people I, just say, oh, it's right there. Like they don't even yeah. tell you where. Oh, it's how. so easy to fix it. Yeah, I never yeah. can learn. But then I've fallen to the case of I, the times I have done it, I've, I've done the giant smile, the huge oh, smile, weirdo, which is embarrassing. Well, it's, it's a normal one, but I didn't know how to size it. And it's this ridiculously <laughs> uh, giant one. And then you feel like an idiot. So I shied away from even trying. Then you after seem that. too overly happy, and it frightens the yeah. other person who's yeah, yeah. on the other end of your um, text chain. Yeah, yeah. But I will get back to, as you said, I mean, you know, whether you respond or not, that's your thing. But ghosting, again, this is a lazy thing where people, you know, are blaming ghosts for, it's a, as I said. Right, right. Or you're putting it on ghosts or making a person seem like a ghost. Like, yeah. like, like a, I see what you're saying, Scotty. Like a ghost would not necessarily do that. First of all, no. ghosts probably are not going to. And again, we're being speculative. We're not saying there are or not. We're not taking a position on are there ghosts or not ghosts. We don't yeah. want to get into that. Yeah. That, that you know, the, those crazy pro ghost, anti ghost people, you know. Yeah. OK, but but what we are saying is if there were ghosts, we don't think that they would be. We think that they probably would answer a text. Oh, yeah. They're very, as I said, they're very communicative. That's why they show up. And they're not, you know, it's like a ghost. Oh, he just disappeared like a ghost. Well, that's the old cliche that, oh, yeah, okay, ghosts, yes, they can disappear. I get that. But that's not what that's that. That's not their main thing. They like to appear. And in your case, uh, it's a boring relative who tells boring stories. But if the as the opposite, they want to keep talking. No, they just keep hanging out there. You're you're so right, Scotty. The ghosts that we envision and, and the ghosts that are almost certain would, would haunt me are boring relatives who, and, and honestly, they're perfectly good people. And I'm not oh, yeah. trying to, to um, you know, make fun of them or, the, or their ghosts. Um, I guess I am trying to make fun of them, but in a gentle way. Well, and you're also saying we need not fear them. They we may be a little fear. like, all right, can we wrap this up? As you yeah. know, we do with the living too. I mean, uh, you know, but they're not bad and they're not, oh, ghosts. Oh, right, ghosts. right. I.e., oh, ghosts. No. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. uh, we don't fear them. We might want to avoid them just yeah. because of the, you know, we have other things to do than listen to ghosts talk about, well, of course, we had. Uh, we had moved at the place when we had moved o- over in uh, the south side of Chicago. At that point, of course, it was mostly uh, just uh, well, a lot of uh, homes of sort of more more on the working class side, and we were. Uh, <laughs> now, I guess we should clarify that in the first five minutes, even if it was boring, we would show interest because oh, that's a ghost. Yeah, no, no, you'd be very. It'd be yeah, very like oh wow, you really ghost? Yeah. Yes, and that part, you know, you're so excited, you're putting up with it. 
but then once you figure it out and where they go and how they disappear no and then, and then they just getting... uh, then you're like yeah. oh man this was a mistake you know why did i just why did i encourage this conversation but at first you're like oh my god you go you're dead you're back a lot you know all that what how yeah and you feel I, them I can't and, believe it. Your it goes surreal. Goes and, and and you're back here so what's it like to be dead and you're like yeah oh, right when it first when it first happened, you know, you're like, well, like, uh, I don't know, I, I guess I'm dead now, and I, you know, and I thought about uh, your uncle uh, Os Osborne, uh, you know, when when he passed, of course, everybody was all kind of, well, they were all kind of like, well, you know, in a way, it was a blessing. He was he had he had been, you know, like, oh my God, yeah, yeah. So you, you give know, him a couple like, of minutes, and then discussing it's... the the afterlife. The, the, these ghosts will bore that bore your ears off yeah yeah after that's, that first yeah i mean the first couple of minutes you get through the, the first couple of minutes ghosts, you're and then, amazed you're thrilled you're scared yeah. you, you have all these emotions and, and and quickly it goes away yeah that's 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 the type of a that's the other side of the of the ghost world so i guess that's what this particular podcast episode is a is about more than just the the term ghosting and how it's been misapplied to describe failure to. Yeah. And in fact, we've talked about this before when we talk about ghosts, but the wonderful show for originally a film and then the series topper with Leo G Carroll and um, uh, I'm blanking on the two marvelous people, but it was a couple that played ghosts in, in the TV series, right? TV series. Right, yeah. Because the original movie series topper was also successful and had Cary Grant uh, in it. Remember we discussed this and, and yeah. so, uh, yeah, the, the, the idea of a ghost coming back and people always, here's the other thing, Scotty, let me just, I mean, we, 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 uh, we joke, we, we make light of, of ghostness. But the reality is, and this is true, I don't care what, uh, th this is the lie that Hollywood has been um, perpetrating for many yeah. years. People talk about the, you know, the tinsel town and all the make-believe, but the biggest lie, and I, I, I hate to use that word, Scotty, because it's an ugly word. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but, no, and and that's the, the idea that people get used to yeah. ghosts so quickly, right? Yeah. Or, or, or same thing with Martians, my favorite Martian, or yeah. you know, uh, or Nanu, e. Nanu. aliens in general. Aliens, they just get to, and, and pretty soon, yeah. or or talking horses. Oh, come on, Ed. Yeah. Now, right. uh, now, why did you have to embarrass me in front of my boss? Right? <laughs> like, 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 no, they would they would be constantly amazed. I have a talking yeah. horse. There's a ghost. A ghost. I, you know, for for at least three years, you'd be. <laughs> I know the, the the whole fallacy of like. Well, in the beginning, it's like a minute. You go, wait a minute. You're, uh, uh, you mean, you mean, yes. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, so yeah, and then they just now, Uncle Bob, will you stop taking books down, throwing books from the shelves? You know, yeah. no, 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 no. You'd be like, whatever you want to do, ghost. You, you do whatever <laughs> you want to do. You're a ghost. And you would tell everybody. The you thing is, how everybody. could how would he, Ed didn't, uh, tell uh, uh you know wilbur you know wilbur didn't tell anybody he couldn't no, tell anybody about it. he never told anybody about mr ed the talking now, how could you not i mean how you, you he not? was married too wouldn't he tell his wife and 
I mean, I guess the thing was, <laughs> then she would come by, and 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 Ed would never talk. Wait, that was yeah, I right, well, I guess so. But still, you'd tell, you'd say, well, okay, Ed didn't talk. He's not talking now, but he was talking before. And you'd take secret movies, and you you yeah. make it happen. And and by the way, you'd only talk about same thing with my favorite Martian, which is yeah. uh, something like the 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 uh, show. Um, Oh, what what was that that Robin Williams show? Uh, a Mark and Mindy. Mark yeah. and Mindy. Yeah, right. You know where where uh, they they kind of like uh, they get the the ghost gets into scrapes and the and the regular humans get annoyed with the ghost. That would never happen. The regular humans, <laughs> Mindy would just. That's all she would talk about is there's this this space alien. Yeah, and, and she wouldn't joke around. She was like, joke you know. Whatever it is, okay. Oh, that's okay. don't yeah, worry about it. Whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever he did would be fine because yeah. he's space alien, and that's amazing. And yeah, nobody is sarcastic or flip. Like, oh, thanks, you know, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really. Right. That's a great. Yeah, you don't mock them. You don't know what they're gonna do. And and again, no, no and no, you and, and literally yeah. all you would talk about, and people would just say, "Well, do you want do you want another? Well, how's the cereal? Who cares how the cereal is?" Like, you know, you're, you're eating cereal at breakfast. <laughs> I was imagining a conversation about something normal. You wouldn't be able to have a conversation about, uh, oh, my God, my, you know, you, you know, is, do you have a loose tooth? I don't care. Uh, my, my roommate's a Martian. Here's if I have <laughs> right. a loose, loose tooth. Yeah. I mean, and they're like, OK, but we know that already. We know it. But it's, yeah. Martian. it's not like. And again, three years at least, because at least every single years. day it would be. How's it going? Well, yeah, I live with a Martian. There I say, go. And uh, you're never quite at ease. You're not like, oh, we're having brunch. It's fun. I mean, there could be a great Martian and Mork was great. And everybody. Yeah, like, you'd yeah. always be like, OK, you know, I hope he does. not See, I would be afraid the Martian would leave because to me, that would be the biggest thing in my life from then on. I mean, there would be yeah. nothing else before I met that Martian, <laughs> before that Martian moved in with me. I wouldn't. <laughs> who cares what I had, what what I did before that? I have a Martian as a roommate. Right. right. So that's interesting. So you'd be worried about the Martian leaving. Yeah, I worried the Martian would leave. I would worry because yeah. that's now it's my big like, are you kidding? Yeah, that? yeah. Be, oh, yeah. How do you top that, that? Who used to have a Martian who lived with him, you know? Yeah, you peak early if that's you know, right. Like, I'd write a book, you know, one bestseller, yeah. My Life with a Martian. And 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 but and, and, and until he moved out and people said, well, why did he move out? You know, what did you do? And they blame me. Oh yeah, they'll always blame you. It's never the Martian. Like never. you could say, no, they, they you the know, Martian. they like to move along. They they don't stay in one place for too long. Something. No, I think you said something. Yeah. I didn't say anything. And yeah, then you have to live with that. So, uh, you know, it's. I think what we're trying to say, Tommy, so many yeah. things. But uh, yes, they do get it wrong. People would. Be, well, there's so many things they leave out in movies. You know, fearing Martians, for, or being uncomfortable in the beginning, or at least telling the world. And also, nobody ever goes to the bathroom or thinks there's no scene where they're going, all right, you want to go to that restaurant? Okay. Uh, are they letting you use the restrooms now? No one ever brings up <laughs> restrooms. It's been passing. It doesn't have to be the whole story, yeah. but it's another, another lie. This is another going, Hollywood lie. Yeah, I need to talk Superman about Superman never okay. went to the bathroom. As far no. As know. And you we, could say, we need to talk like a couple and you go, okay, I just want to run to the restroom for a second. Yeah. It never happened. <laughs> because then she'd have to sit there and you'd have a shot on her and you're not going right. to show the guy in the bathroom. That's not, you know, <laughs> Well, so, maybe early filmmakers did include <laughs> bathrooms scenes, and then 
but audiences were like, boo, we don't, we don't want to, <laughs> we want to escape. We, we don't want to see bathroom. That's what we do every day. We want a world where no one goes to the bathroom and maybe that could be it. I mean, a world where no one goes to the bathroom. I think yeah. uh, that's, um, yeah, that's, I would, I would love that Scotty. That would, oh be yeah, it. that, that's, yeah. A, that's, a, and I think first the vaccine, then a world where nobody has to go to the bathroom. No, it is first funny. the vaccine, then uh, oh, these yeah. with Always. human heads <laughs> and then, right. It's, yeah. Well, I think you put out there a great timetable and a great order. I think that is the order uh, it should be. Our order of innovation. Yeah, yeah. So vaccine, uh, bees with human heads, and then uh, you don't have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, you could choose to. Uh, we're not going to yeah, if you wanted to, right? Yeah. Or just you know, I mean, there there always be those guys who are like, no, I'm still going to go to the bathroom. You know. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, and well, they want to, especially if they once they go back to work. Yeah. That's always the key to. I'm going to just step out. <laughs> So that'll still happen. We're not going to. Scotty, we are really imagining a wonderful world of the future. Now, oh, now to talk about a world of the future. Like that would be something that they didn't have at, at, at the 1964 World's Fair in New York <laughs> in Flushing Meadows. They did not have a world without bathrooms. Yes, someday you, <laughs> modern biology will create a world where you won't need to go to the bathroom. Gosh, yeah. really? Will I still be able to eat? Oh, yes, Bobby. You'll yes, be able to much, eat even a second people. helping. <laughs> you know? And then, I mean, you obviously brush your teeth, all that. You, know, you yeah. do that, showers. That's, that's, no one ever teeth. says it that way. Like, uh, I got to go to the bathroom, then you brush your teeth. No one ever. So that's a different category. Right. You continue to perform personal hygiene. Yeah, but, uh, oh, of but, course. But that's what we do, Tom. Scotty, that me. is what we do. And yeah. that, I mean, I have a feeling we'll need to, to, to revisit that world without you know, world where you don't have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. At, oh, at some future podcast. And why wasn't it at the 1964 World Fair? <laughs> was it here? Yeah. Even more so, Tommy. Talk about confidential. Was it originally in there? And maybe somebody said, "No, no, no, we can't talk about that." Yeah. I mean, that's possible. You know, because that's that would change a lot of things. And and the people say to me, they stop me on the street. They say, "Scott, they they, they just stop me." Uh, how do you get through this? Which is the name of our show. Yeah. And I, what we do is we imagine different world and yeah. future and, and, and go back in time and, and have fun with and, and speculative things about this time. And, yes. uh, and that's what we do. Yeah. We're, we're uh, um, and more, we do other things yeah. too, but oh, yeah, absolutely. some of the most famous things that we do. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, Scotty, once again, I, I feel like if this were a 1950s uh, TV show, we would sing our sad song at the end uh, <laughs> about how we were all going to get back together again. But we're, we're not. We're, we're a, a podcast in the year 2020. So on that note, Scotty, I'll, I guess I'll just say I'm, I'm just going to keep being Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this.